My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home. Good morning, Paulding County, and here we go. It's another edition of iSports. I hope everybody had such a good week off for Thanksgiving, but I'm so happy to be back with you live from the My1027 WMIW studios. Of course, I'm your host, Pete Seymour. So happy to have you back for another edition of My Sports. Well, today, the girls' season for basketball, that tipped off this past week, so we have all of that to break down and for the boys, we need to preview everything. And don't worry, we'll get to the girls' previews here in a few weeks. But guys' previews, we will start with that today. And Doug Billman from Antwerp, he will join me. Logan Stoller, the first-year head coach of the Paulding Panthers, he will join me. And then, of course, at Wayne Trace in his 16th season, Jim Linder. So we'll break down everything Paulding County basketball. We'll recap the whole slate of games from the GMC in this past week. Then we will take a look ahead, of course, to all of the games airing on MySports.Live coming up in the next few weeks. So I'm so excited to get basketball season tipped off, both on the girls' and boys' sides, and I'm so happy you're along with me. My name's Pete Seymour, thanking you, whoever you are and wherever you're listening, for tuning in to another edition of My Sports. We'll be right back with it all on the other side of this break. Stay with me, Paulden County. This is My Sports, and we'll be right back. Williamson Crop Insurance, home of Decision Max. Decision Max allows you a simple solution to analyze your operation and make informed marketing and crop insurance decisions to mitigate your risks. Manage your whole operation in one place with the ability to blend counties, marketing, and insurance coverage to give a complete overview of your operation. Williamson Crop Insurance, protecting the eastern Corn Belt since 1980. Learn more at cropcoverage.com. My sports continues. My name is Pete Seymour. It's time to talk some hoops. More specifically, Wayne Trace Raider boys basketball. We're going to talk to the head coach of the Wayne Trace Raiders, Jim Lender, here in just a moment. But the Raiders coming off a 21-7 and year. Last season, a 5-2 and record in the GMC, losing in the regional final game to Ottawa Glendorf. Returning, coming back, Brooks Lockoff, Kyle Stoller, Tanner Lockoff, Hudson Myers, Kale Winans, and Brady Miller. Few newcomers, Caden Sin, Tyson Kerber, Carter Clemens, Caleb Mosier, and Lance Manley. So a core nucleus coming back for Jim Linder's Wayne Trace Raiders. With that, let's welcome in the head coach of your Wayne Trace Raiders, Jim Linder. Coach, I appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you. Hey, no problem, Pete. So, Coach, let's break down this team. You have a core nucleus coming back. You do lose Tyler Davis to graduation. How's the offseason been, and how are things shaping up so far? Well, we've got we've got four seniors that have been with us for obviously four years. Two that have been four year starters. Both of those guys are over a thousand point scorers as juniors. We have a really good nucleus of our team back. We did lose a a pretty good post player last year, a six five center in Tyler Davis. So we're we're searching right now and trying to find a replacement for him. And he was hard to replace. He did a lot for us. So so far in our scrimmages and in the experience that we have back, we really like where we're at right now. 
Yeah, so I was looking up and down this lineup. You mentioned the senior nucleus back and Brooks Lockoff, Kyle Stoller, uh, Hudson Myers, Kale Winans, but you also have Tanner Lockoff in there and some underclassmen. How are you looking for those underclassmen to step up and fill some roles this year? Each year that they get a, a year under their belt, get a little bit more experience. You know, Tanner had a tremendous year as it went last year. We always tell our freshmen that start for us, you know, by midseason, you're longer a freshman, you're a sophomore. And, man, he really jumped. I think he jumped to a junior status. You know, he, <laughs> he took care of the ball for us. And I think he averaged 1.1 turnover a game last year. And that's pretty good with our schedule. So he's really going to be a big part of it. We've got Brady Miller comes off the bench. Kale Winan comes off the bench. And Tyson Gerber will play this year quite a bit. So we've got quite a few kids that are going to, come in and, 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 and athletic and can shoot. I think we'll be probably a deeper shooting team this year with some of our younger kids that are going to help. Caden Sin can shoot the ball pretty good and play the JV last year. So each year makes a big difference. They get a little more mature and they can develop and, and, and play in that varsity level with all the strength that you need. You mentioned losing Tyler Davis, a guy who averaged seven points, six and a half rebounds <laughs> a game. Is, is a guy like that, you said you can't really replace him with one guy. How do you collectively replace that production? Well, we have a guy, Carter Clemens is a sophomore, and he's very, very athletic. You know, he, he can bring some different things to the table. He's not quite as big as Tyler. So we're going to try to replace what Tyler did for us with maybe some more athleticism and some maybe maybe we can prep a little bit more with this, this style of player. No, it's, it's tough to replace because Tyler did the little intangibles, you know. He rebounded for us. Didn't care if he scored a bunch, but, man, when we needed him to score, he did. Many, many nights, he, he was our only senior last year. He put us on his shoulders, so... I don't know if you can replace that, but we're going to try to find different ways to, to come up with that eight points a game, seven points a game, and the rebounds are just going to have to be as a team collective situation because he was a big kid, and he guarded the other yeah. team's post player, and, and so that is a big void for us, and that's something we're searching right now to try to fill. Well, as we said, you do have some upperclassmen coming back. That nucleus right there and that leadership, does that give you guys some stability, especially when it comes conference tournament time? Absolutely. You know, when you make a long tournament run like we did last year, even if you don't make it to the state tournament, which we almost did, it, it puts it in their minds that they're hungry for this year and they know what it's going to take and they know that it's a growling, grueling grind, you know, when you're playing that long tournament run. And especially when you have young kids, their legs get tired, their mental mental capacity, maybe sometimes isn't as long as juniors and seniors. So I think I look forward to, to seeing how they develop and maybe even taking that next step, hopefully this year, if we can get, if we can get us the opportunity to do that. Absolutely. So let's take a look at the conference as a whole. League race should be really interesting this year. I don't, I mean, I don't know if you'd echo this, but I don't see really one favorite team. What's your outlook for the GMC this season? You know, well, Antwerp's got a very nice team, and we battled them to a one-point game at least two of the three years we played them, this, this senior group here. So we've, we've been very fortunate to, to beat them three years in a row, and I know they're going to be hungry to beat us. And so they got a nice team. I think they're 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 probably as much talent as almost as we have back. And then Ayersville is always a sleeper. They got us last year and we go there this year. So they, they're well coached and their kids are, their kids are always well, well prepared for us. And after that, you know, Edgerton's always competitive. Hicksville's competitive. I mean, on down the line, you can Fairview's young last year. They're probably gonna be better this year. So it's a pretty competitive conference, but you know, our, our sites are on Antwerp. They're, they're, they're always a, a competitive foe for us. Oh, coach, you're entering your 16th year. If I'm correct there, what keeps you coming back year after year to be the head coach of this basketball program? <laughs> well, I grew up here. You know, I played my ball here. I, I, I Wayne Trace native. Um, my kids played for me here. It's a great community. Coach Welch, I know I coached with Coach Welch for years and years and years, and, and he handed the program over to me and said, keep it in good stock, and I'm trying to do that. And uh, 
I think he's pleased with what's going on. I think we're we're staying competitive and we're fighting for conference titles every year and we're 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 we're, we're pushing the door to the state tournament every year. We went once in my 15 career year. I think what keeps me coming back is the families and the kids that we have every year. They're just great families and great kids. The senior class you have very special too. Can you talk about what they've kind of meant to this program? Yeah, I mean, particularly, particularly Brooks and, and Kyle. They, they, you know, they're they're at my house quite a bit. They're friends of my family. Uh, this this one is this Kyle's uh, uncle married my daughter, so it's it's kind of a family thing around here. Yeah, I mean, they're like they're like sons to me, and uh, they do anything for me, and I do anything for them. I think that carries on to the floor. I think it it makes it easy for me because when we need them to do something, they're they're ready to do it for it, no matter what that is. So, I mean, you got Hudson Myers and and, and Kale Winans. They, I watched these guys since they've been in fifth and sixth grade. My son coached them in fifth and sixth grade ball. And you could see this group coming, you know. And we've probably got two or three kids walking the hallways that, that aren't playing that was on that team that could help us. So it's been a great, very, very good senior class. Well, Coach, hey, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time today. Best of luck this season, and we're excited to get it going. Yeah, absolutely. We are, too. Thank you very much. Awesome. This has been the head coach of your Wayne Trace Raiders, Jim Linder. We'll be right back with plenty more live sports after this here on I-102.7. Sports teams and programs throughout Paulding County develop great traits and skills for the future workforce of our county. In addition, the travel to ball fields, gyms, and parks throughout the county enhance the economy of all these areas. The Paulding County Economic Development Office supports all county sports-related leagues and events and the positive impact it has on the Paulding County economy. The Antwerp Athletic Boosters are proud to support all of our Antwerp Archer athletes. Join us for a sporting event and cheer on the Archers. Back here on My Sports, as we continue our basketball talk, we talked with the Wayne Trace Raiders. Now it's time to talk to the Pauling Panthers and first-year head coach, Logan Stoller. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Thanks, Pete. Glad to join you. So, Coach, I say first-year head coach, but you've been around this program for a long time at the JV level. How's the transition been to being the full-time varsity coach, and how's the off-season been for you so far? Been a different learning curve. As far as the off-season goes, it's important time for me we kind of built our foundation we got our shootouts in and we got our, our culture established so that was our main focus of the offseason I think we accomplished that so far so you were around the program for the last seven years three at the junior high level and then working under Brian Miller what was that like and how was he able to prepare you to make the jump to be the head coach well Brian was a great help he, he helped show me the ropes he uh, gave me an opportunity to fulfill this dream so he Great mentor, great X's and O's guy, even better person, and I can't thank him enough. He's really, he laid the foundation for what I can establish and build on from here on out, and, and I can't thank him enough. And what a season to build off of a conference title for the Paulding Panthers, first time in quite some time, but how have you been able to keep that momentum going and that positive energy flowing throughout the offseason? Like I said, the offseason was built on our culture, and the biggest thing is once you lose seven productive seniors, it's always hard to kind of, fulfill those shoes and have those kids start out. But our main goal right now is we build our, our culture bird on, uh, on winning and competing. And I think we established that, but I think we got a lot of young talent that's willing to step up and kind of they're flying under the radar. And I think they're ready to get eager to get on the floor and kind of see that we've been preparing and working hard. Absolutely. Now you mentioned you lose some guys, but you have some young talent. Tell me about some of the guys you lost, but also how you plan to fill those voids. It's always hard losing an all uh, GMC player like Nick Manns and, and Ethan Folds, but 
our young talent, the good news is we got a guard and a big to replace those two with Blake Roanhouse and Grady Barton. And, and I think they got a promising future and, and a lot to build off of. And I'm excited to see them play, and I'm excited to see them grow. Uh, now, talking about growth, who are some of the underclassmen that you've seen really grow so far in preseason? Oh, uh, well, pretty much our whole roster because we yeah. only have two returning lettermen with yeah. Casey Agler and Kane Jones. So we've had great, our two, our senior leaders with Casey Agler and Titus Manns has really turned into an excellent leader. But as far as our the rest of the roster, it's, they, they had minimal experience, minimal minutes. So we're trying to start from scratch. And they're, uh, they're competing, they're learning fast. And, and that's kind of our biggest unknown is kind of, we don't have much experience, and it's, it depends on if we can learn on the fly and we can learn pretty quick. And yep. I think we've established that so far. Now, being around the program for so long, you know exactly what it means to, to build a program. How do you think that culture at Paulding has been able to flow up through the varsity, down through the JV, into the 8th grade middle school teams? That's important considering who we hire, and I think I've picked out a staff that has the same mindset. And if you don't hire coaches and, and your staff that's willing to – compete and kind of breed off that that winning culture then it's hard to trickle into your players so it's important for us coaches and and even our managers and our videographers to kind of lead by example and, and set the tone for us and and we kind of build that culture from from the ground up with ourselves so let's take a broader look at the conference this year a tough one up and down every single year is the gmc but Really no clear-cut favorite right now. What's your outlook for the conference, and can you speak to the competitiveness that the GMC brings every year? Oh, absolutely. I just got done talking with our coaching staff. I think the GMC is going to be wide open. Obviously, Wayne Trace is going to be tough to beat. They've only lost one senior in Tyler Davis last year and a lot of talent. But I think one through eight in the GMC, it's going to be a toss-up. And we got a lot of great coaches and a lot of young talent. And I think there's a lot of teams in the same boat as us as far as in trying to replace – a big graduate class and then kind of starting over with younger kids. So I think it's going to be a fun one to coach. It's going to be a fun one for the players to play in. And uh, I'm excited to see where we end up in January or February. Now, what can we expect from your Paulding Panthers every single time you hit the floor this winter? The biggest thing for me, man, I, I preach on a daily basis that we just can't be outworked. If we, we set the tone from the tip and you win your battle and we don't bow down and we kind of fight every play and every quarter, I think that'll put us in a position to win each and every game on our schedule. How excited are you to lead this program? Oh, I'm stoked, man. This is an opportunity of a lifetime for my alumni. I love to compete. I love the community. And I definitely love being around these kids. And it's a dream come true for me. And I'm excited to showcase the hard work these kids put in. Well, Coach, best of luck this year. We're looking forward to it. And can't wait to get started, man. I can't believe it's already hoop season. Opening tip right around the corner. Yes, sir. I'm excited as well. Thanks, Pete. This has been your first-year head coach of the Paulding Panthers, Logan Stoller, and we're looking forward to the season. Plenty more My Sports right after this here on My 102.7. It's basketball season in Ohio, and Paulding County teams are rocking the hardwood. Have you watched our local teams play? Go to mysports.live and watch high-level professionals you can watch live or tape delayed, but either way, you will see quality basketball through quality broadcasting. Don't miss out on seeing our area coaches and talent give you all they have to give. Check out mysports.live today. All right, time to wrap up our GMC basketball talk. We talked to Paulding, we talked to Wayne Trace, and now it's time to talk to Antwerp with me. 
is the head coach of the Antwerp Archers Boys Basketball Program, and that is Doug Billman. Coach Billman, thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Pete. Anytime we get a chance to talk about the Archers, these student-athletes, I'm excited about. Can't wait to get the season started this weekend. Let's talk about the offseason. Yeah, tip-off right around the corner. How's the offseason been for you coming off of such a successful year? How have you kept that momentum going through the summertime? I thought we had a really terrific summer. Coming off another 21 season for our program, um, I thought our kids, with the fact that we only lost one senior from last year's team and Parker Moore, while we had some shoes to fill for him and his spots and what he did for our leadership for our team and things of that nature, I thought kid, we just kind of hit the hit the ground running a little bit. Our kids kind of picked up kind of where we left off or where we thought we'd be heading uh, at the end of the last season and headed into the summer, and we had a great summer, and preseason has gone really well, and, and our kids seem very uh, energized about how things are going to potentially could go this year. So let's talk about the roster a little bit. You have a lot of returning leadership, if you will. I think I want to say, what, seven seniors I saw on that roster. How has the leadership been, and how does that leadership help when it comes to you know the long parts of the year and tournament time? Well, the biggest thing when you, know, when you have, you know, we have seven seniors, and we also have a sophomore back in Zane McMichael who's been through it a little bit, is when those times get tough, you, you've got a lot of kids that have been through a lot of different things. They're not just in basketball. You know, these kids are – have been successful in other sports and football and baseball and all those things. And just to lean on those experience where, 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 you know, things may get a little tough. It's in the middle of February and practices are grind. and You have guys that with that leadership quality to, Hey, let's pick up, let's get, let's get things done. And, and they can lean on all those things and, and, and bring along some of these younger kids. Cause we have great young kids in our program as well. And, you know, it, it, it's program building. It's not just a, a one-year thing. It's just, you know, hopefully that uh, these younger kids are seeing that these seniors lead and these upperclassmen lead, and eventually it's going to be their turn to, to step into their shoes and do the same things for those young kids that they'll be leading. And that's one thing I exactly wanted to talk about, Coach, was building a program. How important it is when you're building a program to get everybody on the same page from the lower levels? I mean, it just seems with Antwerp that you guys reload almost every single year, and like you said, it starts from the bottom up. It absolutely does. And, you know, I know culture is kind of a buzzword that gets thrown around and just everything, not just athletics, but just talk about how we want to go about doing things the right way, playing the right way, practicing the right way, preparing the right way, you know, everywhere from you hit the practice floor, your shirt tails tucked in to when you uh, leave the, when you come out of the game and you want to give everybody a little touch, a little five and, and let them know that you, that you're here for them. All, you know, all just small things like that, that, that let people know that you're a part of this and let people know that uh, this isn't just a one year thing. This isn't just a one guy thing. This is, this is a program wide thing. And it, it goes from, from our uh, junior high groups to our elementary groups and down in those younger grades, all the way up to the seniors and the coaches. We wear it as coaches just as much as anyone else. And we're a part of this just as, as much as anyone else. And, you know, how we go about our business, the kids see some of those things too. So everybody's got their role to play in, in the program. And, and I, I think, you know, people can see those things and people have an understanding of some of those things. And, and that's just kind of what we've built here so far. And we're going to continue to build upon that. We're going to continue to make that grow. But uh, also we know that there's a standard that's been set and we have to make sure that uh, that standard doesn't lower. Now, as a coach, how important is it for you to surround yourself with like-minded people that have that same standard you do? 
it's extremely important just to, to everybody be on the same page. And, you know, we have great coaches here and we've had great coaches here in the past. And I'll give you a, a good example of, you know, Jason Horman. Jason Horman been at work basketball through and through for the longest time. You know, when I got the job here, you know, eight years ago, he was one of the first people that contacted me and says I, he was on board. And he, here's a guy that had been a JV coach. And then this year he steps down and, uh, you know, takes the freshman job to let Sam Williamson to kind of gain some experience coaching JV. And, you know, he, he just understands it's program wide and trying to do what's best for to put our kids in the best positions to be successful. And when you have when you have guys like Jason, you have guys like Sam Williamson and Aaron Taylor, those guys that are on our coaching staff right now. And those things are really big for our program and, and continuity within the program is big. And our kids understand that they, they see it. They, they see that we're all like minded. and We're all on the same page. I think that's that's really big as, as you go forth in any basketball season or you're trying to build any program. So let's talk about the season, specifically the GMC, of course, tip-off, you know, just around the corner. Talking to a few other coaches, it seems like the GMC is wide open this year. Would you echo that? Absolutely. It truly is. There's always the standard of Wayne Trace, and, and everybody's probably going to start there just because they've put themselves atop that those standings in so many different years, you know, the standard for them is always right there. So when you, when you start talking about, about the league and the top of the league, you know, Wayne Trace is going to, and they have really, really talented players, but it's, it's pretty open. There's, there's some new coaches in the league. There's, there's a lot of new faces as there were some really good senior classes in last year's GMC race. And so you have some new faces that, that are looking to make an impact in the league, the legal race this year. I've said it a lot, a lot of years and you know, in many different situations that you have to be ready to play on your league night. You have to be prepared. And you have to be ready to compete. There's no nights off. I know those, those are a lot of really coach speak type of phrases, but it's absolutely true in GMC that if you don't show up, you're going to get knocked off and, and you better be ready to play and you better be prepared to play because especially when you go on the road in our league, it's, it's just, you're, you're going to have a battle. What are you most excited for, and what can we expect from your team every time the archers hit the court this year? I think just growth for our team. And again, we have a little bit of a sour taste in our mouth uh, after you know the way last year ended, district championship against a really, really good Patrick Henry team. We felt we didn't play, put our best foot forward during that time. So we we have a little bit of a chip and a little bit of an edge, and just to see where that that's going to take us. We're we're a couple years removed from a, an incredible historic run for our program and our school, and we know those standards exist. But we also have that edge a little bit now where we we weren't playing what we we thought was our best basketball at the end of the season last year, and now I just want to see where that edge is going to take us each time we go out. We have. You know, we have seniors in Landon Brewer and Carson Olmes that have been through quite a bit in their basketball careers, let alone in their playing careers as high school athletes. Right. You know, those 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 two guys have been through a lot, and we're we're looking to see what uh, where they can take us along with our other seniors, and just kind of see what's going to be in store because we don't look past anyone. Everybody in our program knows that we're going to be prepared each night, and we're going to prepare for each team each night, and. Just, I'm ready to see what these guys are ready to put on the line, especially these seniors in their last go-around. Well, Coach, best of luck this season. I appreciate the time, and uh, we're looking forward to the Archers hitting the court. I can't believe it's hoop season. I can't believe we're talking about this, but I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely, Pete. Uh, again, we appreciate the opportunity just to talk about uh, talk some Archer hoops. And 
we look forward to your guys' coverage. It's, it's spectacular. And, you know, just any coverage that we can get in our county has been great. And we appreciate you guys. Hey, thank you, Coach. Thank you so much. This has been the head coach of the Antwerp Archers. Doug Bilman will be right back with plenty more My Sports after this here on My 102.7. This program is sponsored in part by the Wayne Trace Boosters. Please join us at a Wayne Trace sporting event as we cheer on our Raiders at home and on the road. Go Raiders! Back here on My Sports, it's time to talk some boys and girls hoops, and we'll chat about some few scores. Of course, I said most of the teams opening up last night or this weekend on the boys' side of things. So we will start with the Wayne Trace Raiders. 1-0 on the year for Wayne Trace, a big-time 71-45 win over Lincoln View, and leading the way, Brooks Lockoff with 24, picking up right where he left off from last year. Kyle Stoller in double-figured, he had 11. Tyson Gerber with 7. Tanner Lockoff with 6, and Hudson Myers with 6 as well. Also picking up wins were the Paulding Panthers an evening ago, 50-24 to over Continental, and leading the way for Paulding, Grady Barton, 11 points and grabbing 10 rebounds. Wow, what a way to start the season. A double-double. It's again, Grady Barton, heck of a game in the 50-24 to win for Paulding. Also in action from around the GMC, Fairview 56, Hicksville 39, Bryan 31, Edgerton 29, and Ayersville gets it done over Eden 62-55. to But for now, it's time to turn our attention to some girls basketball from this past week. Most Paulding County teams were in action. The Regular season starting up about, oh, a week and a half ago. So let's take a look at some of the highlights from this past week, and we will start all the way back on Monday. It was Antwerp 49, Eden 41. Scores for the Archers look like this. Caroline Roars with 16 points. Awin McMichael with 24. Faith Clem with 3. Emma Townley with 6. 12 in the first quarter, 20 in the second quarter, 5 in the third, and then 10 for the Archers in the fourth, closing it out against Eden. Moving along to Tuesday, let's talk some Wayne Trace Raider basketball. And I have to mention that we will have some of the girls' head coaches on in the following weeks. I know we got around all of the guys' coaches in Paulding County today, so stay tuned. Of course, we haven't forgot about you, ladies. We will get you on the show. But the Wayne Trace Raiders on a Tuesday defeated Defiance 51-19. to Harper Myers had 11. Kareen Winans was 7. Caroline Winans was 7. Amber Stoller chipped into more girls basketball, and we're staying with the Wayne Trace Raiders as they drop to 1-1 one and one on Thursday evening, losing to Blackhawk Christian. 49-34, to 34, your final. Leading the way for Wayne Trace, Caroline Winans in double figures, Kareen Winans with 7, Tiana Sin with 7 as well, Harper Myers chipped in 3 as well as Lexi Moore chipping in 5. So we're not in the full swing of things yet for girls hoops, but we are getting there because a few of these games I just mentioned were already aired on MySports.Live. So the MySports.Live coverage has started for girls games, and like I mentioned, we will talk about that here right after this break. So it's a little taste of girls basketball for you. Some scores in the books. We'll have a ton of boys and a ton of girls basketball to chat all winter long. And of course, another big thank you to our coaches all on the show today for previewing the guys' side of things. And like I mentioned, Hey, we've all been there. You're in the middle of something important. And then, boom, the power goes out. But what if it didn't? What if you skipped the candles and the flashlights and just carried on with your day? 
With a Kohler generator, your power stays on even when the utility power goes out. So your food stays fresh. Your home stays powered. Get a reliable Kohler generator at Sweater Electric in Paulding. We're back here on My Sports, and as I promised, we're going to take a look at the My Sports slate of games that's coming up for you to watch and listen to over the next week. And of course, like I mentioned later on today, whole slate of games, Wayne Trace, girls in action, Paulding girls in action, Paulding boys in action as well. Brent Balbinot and Scoop Miller have you covered all day long on MySports.Live. First girls game, it starts at 1 p.m. It's Wayne Trace and Delpa St. John's. Then the Paulding girls battle Eden. That is at 6 p.m. And then the Paulding boys will battle Eden as well at 7.30. Looking ahead, Friday, December 8th, the Corbin Vance and Scoop Miller on the call for boys hoops. Wayne Trace against Brian. And then Monday, December 11th, Antwerp against Miller City. Brady Stabler and Susie Hollenbaugh on the call there. Caleb Hatch and Scoop Miller have you covered that Friday for North Central and Paulding. Also that Friday, Liberty Center and Wayne Trace Boys. I need to mention that is the Paulding Boys as well. And then Paulding Girls, that is at noon on Saturday. And I will have the call for you there along with Scoop Miller. So I'm looking forward to that one. And that is a bit of a look into the future with your My Sports slate of games. But that will do it. We are out of time today. Wow, a jam-packed episode. A big thank you to all of our guests. And, of course, a big thank you to our sponsors. And those include the Athletic Boosters of Wayne Trace, Paulding and Antwerp, Schweller Electric, Paulding County Economic Development, Williamson Crop Insurance, and the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne. Thank you so much for supporting me, not just this season, but every season, and allow me to tell the stories of your high school athletes in Paulding County. Well, that will about do it for me. Once again, a big thank you to our guests today, a big thank you to our sponsors, and a big thank you to you, the listener. My name is Pete Seymour, saying whoever you are, however you've been listening, I thank you for spending a piece of your Saturday morning with me here on My 102.7. This has been My Sports. I hope you have a great week, Paulding County. We'll chat next week, same time, same place. But until then, you take care. My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home.